Hello and welcome to Master Clash, your source for everything Clash Royale. Today is going to be a bit different of an episode because although we are going to be going over the meta, but it, it's going to be pretty short. We're going to go over the meta, we're going to do a little card spotlight, but that's going to happen at the end. Because right now, we're going to talk about theories, new things we can add to the game, new cards that I want to see, all that kind of stuff. Because I think it will be really fun to make the game even more fun and hopefully make it fun forever. So... Without further ado, let's get right into this episode. So we're going to start out with some new mechanics. So a few new mechanics I've thought of is cards getting a sort of boost. So I'm, I've been looking throughout the internet, um, and the best way to describe this um, is on Reddit, and it's actually by someone by the name of JBDevBCN. So... This concept, this concept is called malevolence, um, and basically, when a building called an altar, the skeletons or the what they call it, the undead, um, will get a boost of sorts. So something like when the cannon is uh, out, maybe the musketeer gets a boost because they're similar, right? Or like when the cannon cart's out. The cannon gets a boost. Something like that where using a card such as the altar makes similar cards boost each other. Um, something like that would be really fun, really unique, but at the same time it might be a little game breaking. So um, we might have to tweak it a bit, but that's just a sort of first idea. Um, another thing is called sleepiness. Um, this one I'm I'm a bit less keen on to, um, but I do... I like it in general. It's just it's just not my not my favorite thing. Um, so this is when certain cards, uh, maybe new ones, maybe there will be a tweak to old ones, will um, require an amount of units on the field to be active. So imagine it's the bowler. If they play a skeleton army, it needs five units on the field. If they play a skeleton army, then it starts going. But if it kills all the skeletons, well then it just falls asleep. The reason I think that's bad is because Let's say you play a skeleton army, and you kill 11 of them, because I think there's 15 skeletons. You kill 11 of them, there's 4 skeletons left, or then, and then it just falls asleep, right? Or 3 skeletons left, or whatever. It would fall asleep, and there would still be stuff left. So I think that it might not be as good, but it's definitely a nice concept as something that like needs a certain amount of damage dealt, or something like that to activate. Um... Another thing, I actually talked about it in yesterday's, yesterday's episode, but it's a new champion that is based on Elixir. So, I was talking Elixir Wizard, Elixir Dragon, something like that. Um, because the Elixir Golem is so unique, right? With its Elixir giving, it's the only troop that can give Elixir, period. And the only thing, that other thing that can sort of give Elixir is the Elixir Collector. But that's, that's a completely different story because it's, its only purpose is just to sit in the back, does nothing, and just collects elixir over time. So, having this card only be a rare is pretty strange. And that's similar to the battle healer, because the battle healer is also the only troop other than the heal spirit to heal, right? So it's heal spirit, battle healer, or healing, elixir golem is giving elixir. So what I think is the next two champions are going to come out together... And I think one of them is going to be an Elixir-based card. Elixir Golem-esque, maybe like Elixir Rider or Elixir Spirit. Maybe it's going to be an Elixir Spirit. 
Although it might not be a champion, but Elixir Spirit would definitely be a very solid epic card. The only epic spirit. And Elixir Spirit could be three spirits that when they die, they give you three elixir and therefore one elixir. Right? Or like one spirit and is for one elixir and has one health. But when it dies, if it if it hits its target, so like if it jumps before it gets killed, then you get two elixir. Something like that where I think since it would only have one health, it would be very, very easy to kill. So you could just zap it or anything. But if you get that hit, now you're up by one elixir. So having something like that would be really, really nice. Um, another thing that I'm thinking of for the second champion would be a healing champion. A champion that is a some sort of healer that would shoot something that would heal. Maybe like a heal archer. Or, uh, we, all, we already have an archer queen, so maybe a a heal king, right? Because we we're, we're looking for a barbarian king. So maybe this is going to be golden knight and barbarian king. And the barbarian king is the opposite of the golden knight. So maybe barbarian king would heal you with a dash. So instead of dashing onto enemies, it would dash onto friendly brawler, or friendly, friendly troops and buildings, and would heal it, and it would be an 8 elixir card, so something like that would just be an absolutely, completely new thing, and I think something that would attack its only purpose would be to be behind something, probably like a 4 or 5 elixir card, and it would be behind something, and its special ability would be like, shoot out a ray of healing, so like heal all of your troops, it'd be for 2 elixir, heal all of your troops by 100 health, or whatever, but having like, Lumberjack, Balloon, Barbarian King, or Healer King, or whatever, right? That would be an absolutely amazing combination. I would love to see that kind of card that would heal its own troops. So we would have, like, a sword, and it would, and like, it would hit the Lumberjack and heal it every time it hit it. I would have, like, a, it would take a bit to balance it with, like, a slower movement speed, a slower attacking speed, less health, that kind of stuff. But I think it would be a really, really interesting card. So the next thing to get into is something that I really, really like, and it's called Bounty. So it's actually similar to what the Skeleton King has, but um, cards would score up what they used points, but um, what I would say, they would get stronger and maybe do something like an opposite Elixir Golem. So something that would start out as a Spear Goblin, Dark Goblin-esque troop, low health, low, like, medium Elixir to play, but wouldn't have a lot of value because it would just be a low elixir little thing. But if it killed three troops, then it would turn into a, you know, go from a dark goblin to, like, a three spear goblins or something. But it would be a one troop, but it, let's just say, like, the power of three spear goblins or something, like, bigger. And then when it killed five things, it would turn into a goblin giant, right? So it would it would have this sort of unique evolution. It's an opposite elixir golem where it just gets more powerful the more things it kills. And if it's not a super powerful troop, having something like a golem, night witch, whatever this card is, right? It would be so, so strong because the only thing there would be like, if it's a low health troop, then it's it's it could be a beautiful log bait counter, right? Playing log bait, somebody logs your goblin gang, 
and you play knight and this thing, and they play their skeleton army. Well, you just have uh, five elixir, or like three elixir, you know, goblin giant on the field. So having something with an evolution-based thing would be really, really awesome. And now for some more quality of life changes that I think Clash Royale really needs. So number one, more tiered rewards. They started doing this more and more, but I think having more and more tiered rewards. So stuff like the 15 win challenge, so fun. But having an option in those tiered rewards where if you lose, you can still get 100 gold every time you win. So like being like, oh yeah. You lost in Arena 4, you lost in Arena 5, and you don't want to pay gems. Even if it's 10 gems, you don't want to pay gems, right? Because you don't think it's worth it, even though the 15 win challenges, or 15 arena challenge is so worth it. One of the best challenges there, and I might, um, in the future episode, might do an actual calculation on how much money it would be worth, right? Like how much it would cost, but anyway, having something where it's like, oh, you lost in Arena 5? Okay, well... Now play our second special challenge. Similar to what they do um, with when, when my account or my second account was below level, I think it was 9, when those tournaments unlocked, they had secondary tournaments for below level 9s. They were just like, less rewards, but like, play with this thing for fun. Having something like that, where it's like a gold rush without ladder. And I think the thing is, with party modes, is that you only have one mode. And the mode just switches every day. So let's say your friend's not online, but it's 2v2 touchdown. And you really want to play with your friend. Well, you can't do that, right? And I think what they can do is, one, add more things like more free challenges that aren't party modes. That are like competitive challenges with minimal rewards that are just for fun. Where everyone gets to play play these unique new game modes with fun mechanics. Um, And also... But I think would be really, really fun is to always have that test a deck sort of party slot. So there's always like going to be a 2v2 slot. And I think below that there should be a test a deck spot, b- slot. Because I think it's really annoying when I want to play a new deck. But it's not high enough, high enough level for the ladder. So I have to wait for a week to play like one day for like an hour or so. Just play that deck and then wait for another week. Or sometimes even two weeks, right? I think it's like a... 12-day cycle or something like that. So I think it's sort of dumb that you have to wait all this time to be able to test your deck. So I think it would be really, really helpful to do that. And without having to pay 10 gems for a classic challenge. Because classic challenges, especially with a new deck, I've played like 20 classic challenges on the mini on my mini account, on the Noobatomy account. And it's not fun because it's a new deck and I've never played it before and I try to learn it, but I'm playing against people who are playing against, who try, try to play to win. So having a set space where it's like, it's a level capped deck, right? So it's a, it's party mode with a level 11 level cap where everything's level 11 and you learn to play the deck. And as you learn to play it, well, you can play your other decks on ladder and get more gold and level up your cards. But like when I wanted to play Expo, it took me probably three months to get my Expo and my other cards up to a high enough level. And still I get beaten because I'm playing as level 14s who can just one-shot, like, all my cards and, like, have a fireball that kills my expo because I have level 13 expo, which is high. But, like, I now have pretty much level 12, full level 12 deck, except for one level level 11 skeletons. But that's not really, like, a big deal. It's not like these skeletons can be, like, tanking or anything. They're just, they're immediately going to get killed no matter what level they are. But 
that that's beside the point. Having more free challenges, that's something we really, really need. And now what I think we also need is adding more cards, mixing up the meta, right? Because they have, they have two ways to go. They can make balance changes every two weeks or every week, right? Just check in. And if there's no need, you can just be like, no need. Or they can add more cards because the way the, the rate that they're adding these cards is so slow. They're adding like a few cards every year and having those few cards every year and then having a balance change every three months other than like bug fixes it's like i feel like it's the the meta and the game is just getting sort of stale in my opinion because if the same cards if lava hound is in the top three win rates for the past month why what that's that's absurd you need to change that you need to find a way to rectify that so that other cards can get up to the top three Right, because I, although the cards are fluctuating in their win rates and loss rates, there still needs to be more cards in the game. It's 108 cards over five years. Five years! And the first, like, 80 happened in the first two years. I think it was like 46 um, in 2015, 2016. Um, I can go check. 42 in 2016, 25 in 20. Or sorry, four, 42 when it was released in 2016. And then another 25 in 2016. So the first 67 cards were in 2016. And then in uh, 2017, there's 13 cards added. And 2018, there's 10. So basically the first what, 23 plus 67. So the first 90 cards were added in the first three years of the game. And those first three years of the game did not have the complex meta that it has right now. Because those first three years of the game which is you would play Minor Poison and cycle it with a cannon. And that was pretty much it. Or you would play Giant Double Prince at the bridge and win every game. Because you just played like arrows and fireball to back that up. Playing back then was sort of like Arena 1 with all the cards. And I'm not dissing people who were good back then, because you could be good when the game started. But just the way people played, they didn't have the complexity of the way people play now. So tweaking those old cards to make them more balanced with the meta, because you can tweak one card to make it fit the rest of the meta, or you could tweak the rest of the meta to make one of these cards that hasn't been played in a year good, right? So doing these more, more of these balance changes and adding more cards, they should be adding, in my opinion, Three commons, two rares, one epic, one legendary, and at least one champion every single year, right? Maybe maybe once they get to, like, five champions, they stop because you don't need, like, 20 champions. But at five champions, they should stop or around there. But they should at least be adding three commons, four commons, two or three rares, one or two epics, and, and one legendary every single year. In 365 days. That's a long time, right? And adding these cards, let's just say it's 4, 3, 2, 1, 4 commons, 3 rares, 2 epics, and 1 legendary. Well, that's 10 cards a year. That is still not very many cards, but it's going to make the meta so much better. Because if, if you can spread those cards out, right, that's 10 cards. Well, then you can have a big Christmas event or a big December holiday event. So you don't release any cards in December. And there's going to be a big whatever, event in the middle of the year, Easter event, or whatever, a big event in the middle of the year, something like that, I don't, I'm not 
really doing a lot of holidays in the middle of the year. Maybe I'm just spacing out and there's probably some huge one that I'm just blanking on. But whatever. It's not the point. Doing, skipping two of the months to do a big holiday event such as the 15 Arena Challenge. Where it's like you have 20 days to complete these like huge tasks and get these awesome free rewards. Or you can pay 10 gems to restart. And 10 gems is pretty cheap. It's not that expensive, right? Um, so here's what, here's my proposal. They add 10 cards a year for, for the next year. So in 2022, one card every single month, skipping two, or one card every month. Because if you do one card and you're like, hey, our goal, maybe 2022, maybe even 2023, our goal, we're going to release a card every single month on the first of the month. That would be so hype. That would be so amazing. So that's one more thing that I think we sort of need. And honestly, I think that people have to have to stop playing the same same decks and the same cards. Because if you keep playing, you know, like th- this this deck archetypes, this like royal giant and elite barbarians and electro giant, like these new cards, especially like electro giant. That I think, I think the newest cards, other than champions, right? It's like uh, newest cards. In Clash Royale, of course the champions are are the newest. But other than that, I'm pretty sure that it was the uh, Electro Giant after that. So um, I, I, that's sort of the end of my rant about the stuff that we should change in Clash Royale. And maybe I'll do a part two of this if I have more ideas. But the main things, more balance changes, more cards, and... Just just more more stuff, more content, more free things for people who don't want to spend $5 a month or $10 a month or spend all their gems on these challenges for an emote or for some chests. Because in the end, this is a game, and it's meant to be fun. And so for people who don't want to spend all this money, I think that Supercell should be like, hey, here's a free tryout a deck challenge. But if you want to get a Mega Lightning chest, okay, well, then you can pay 10 gems. And actually, one more thing. In Brawl Stars... Um, the challenges to continue is one gem. In Clash Royale, they should make it something like that. They should make it be like in these really big challenges, especially with like, I think with 15 wins, you have to get 45 wins. 45 wins. That's a lot of wins. That's like, that takes a lot of time. Because if each game is taking three minutes on average, that's 45 times three, it's uh, 135, I think. 135 minutes. That's two hours and 15 minutes of playing this game for a challenge. So making it easier for free-to-play people who have 10 gems, 5 gems, well, they can still replay five times, right? And you're not wasting all these gems. So that's really the end of my rant. Um, So now, after this whole whole thing, we're going to go over to Royale API and do quick stats and do a quick sort of deck spotlight. So... For the cards for today, the meta, the best of the best, I'm just expecting Lava Hound, but I'm hoping that Valkyrie is overtaken, and it is. Valkyrie is overtaken by Fireball, so now it is Log, then Fireball, then Valkyrie, Zap, Electro Wizard, shooting up 
more like everything else going down. Valkyrie's gone down 1.8% in its usage rate. Um, Mega Knight, 1.1% in its usage rate. And Hog Rider in 1.7% in its usage rate. So it's Log, Fireball, Valkyrie, Zap, Electro Wizard, Arrows, Skeleton Army, Mega Knight, Hog Rider, Goblin Barrel, Wizard, Bats, and the Baby Dragon, and Tornado going up 1.6% in its usage rate. Maybe this time Tornado will stay in the top 15, go to the top 10, and become one of the more used cards in the meta. So now what cards have gone up the most? Well, Tornado is definitely number one, and here it's sort of come back. Um, Tornado with number one with 1.6% in its usage rate, and then Barbarian Barrel, Archer Queen, Skeletons, Mega Minion, and Electro Spirit. Glad to see Electro Spirit up there. One of my favorite cards and definitely the best spirit. Now for the win rates. Again, Lava Hound is dethroned and now it is put into third place. If one more card gets higher than it, it will drop down from the top three. So Lava Hound going down in its win rate, actually going down 0.5% in its win percentage, is overthrown not only by Cannon Cart but also by Bowler. So the top Four cards all have 52% win rate, and that is Bowler, Cannon Cart, Lava Hound, and of course, Goblin Giant. So, maybe the meta isn't that broken, but there definitely is some cards that we have not seen at the top of the meta in their win percentages. And honestly, I don't think I've said anything about some of these cards in a very long time. I'm going to name a few. Number one is Guards, Skeleton Barrel, Mini Pekka. We haven't said pretty much anything about Dark Goblin, Executioner, uh, Barbarians, Giant, Witch, Spear Goblins. These are all cards that nobody plays, but everybody plays. These are cards that some, some people play, so they're not talked about, and they're just in the middle of the meta. No, we haven't talked about Fire Spirit. Fire Spirit, such a bad card. It's one spirit. It used to be so good, Fire Spirits, but now it's some singular spirit. Anyway, the cards that have gone up the most in their win percentages, some of these are pretty sad, and one of them is absolutely amazing. So, we have the Goblins going up by 0.9%, then Clone, which is sort of strange. We have Goblin Drill, um, Royal Delivery, the Wall Breakers, and there at 7th place, we have the Expo going up by 0.7% in its win rate. Let's go Expo to 55% in its win rate. Expo is now at 50%, so... It only needs to go up 2% its win rate. So everybody who's playing Expo, or who hasn't played Expo, go and win 1,000 games with Expo so that we can get to 53% and bring Expo to the number one spot. Anyway, now we're going to get into the deck and to the card spotlight. So we're going to look at all of the cards, and the card that we're going to talk about today is the Barbarian Barrel. Barbarian Barrel, um, it, it's a... It's a it's a, good, it's a good card. It's it's been going up in its usage rate a lot. Um, it is a epic and epic card. Um, it is oh I have all this new information. Okay, it is a spell. It is one of the spells that actually spawns a troop. So there's a few spells that spawn a troop. Um, interestingly enough, minor not a spell. It's a troop, but uh, goblin barrel and um, what's the name? Graveyard, Goblin Barrel, Graveyard, and Barbarian Barrel. I think those are the three that spawn troops. And maybe I'm spacing out. There's one more, but I think those are the ones. Um, and maybe yeah, whatever. Um, 
and it was released on April 6, 2018. So it's been around for four years now. So that's it's good that it's going up in the meta, and it's been consistently going up. Um, so that's pretty much it. And we're going to look at the best deck, the best deck with Barbarian Barrel in it. So best deck with Barbarian Barrel in it. We we have to, we have to look around for for a second because it, it's it's a it's a bit hard to find because usually in the meta you'll see some of these cards such as the log right and they're they're at the top because all these decks have you know the log in it but the top deck with barbarian barrel is called royal hogs control so this deck has furnace guards mega minion. Um, we have Musketeer, Royal Hogs, of course, Giant Snowball, Poison, and the one, the only, Barbarian Barrel. So if you want to play this deck, go ahead, do it, do it in the Classic Challenge, or talk to Supercell and be like, hey, Supercell, give us more free things like game modes where we can just play free 1v1s, not against our friends, because some of us don't have friends. I'm not talking about myself. Maybe I am. Doesn't matter. Anyway... Can't play against our friends because they're sleeping or doing homework or something. So, what am I supposed to do? Because I can't play this deck on the ladder because I have level 8s. And I'm in 5,000 trophies. Talk to them about that because that's the thing that we need to change. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. This is sort of just me ranting about interesting ideas that I thought were cool. Make sure to go leave a 5-star review in Apple Podcasts. You're still at 18. Because I know that you, specifically, haven't done it. So, you should go do that because we're going to get 20 and something fun is going to happen. So, go ahead. Do that, leave a five-star review in Spotify, and go answer the Spotify question. If you don't know how to do that, because some people have told me, hey, I want to answer the Spotify question, I don't know how to do that. So, what you can do is you can press on the episode. So, if you're listening to this, right, you might have just pressed the play button. But you can actually go over and press on the episode, like the name of it, and it'll enter you into sort of the screen that shows the description, all that stuff. And if you scroll down on that screen, you will see the Spotify question. You can type your answer in there. And um, I do have a few shout-outs for the Spotify question. So I am going to tell you those shout-outs right now. And the first person I want to shout-out is Duck Supremacy 1. Duck Supremacy 1. And Nemo. Nemo, I've been on his podcast. Hopefully, I'll get him on this podcast soon because he is a super great guy. Um, and the question was, how long have you guys been playing Clash Royale? So Nemo said... About 2018, and I think I started, um, 2019, around then, so, uh, Nemo's definitely been playing longer than me, and Duck Supremacy 1 just said longer than you, and maybe that's true, maybe it's not, you never know, I mean, you didn't say how long you've been playing, so I have no idea. Anyway, shout out to those guys, thank you so much for answering the Spotify question with, with something other than just, like, the word poop or just, just just be serious. Or don't. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, once again, thank you so much for listening. And bada bing, bada boom, I am out.